to enjoy life. You have one chance and you have one heart. And if you carry all that hatred in your heart, you're preventing yourself that happiness that life is all about. You should just enjoy life, enjoy what life has to offer. And for me personally, there is nothing better in life than the laughter of a child, than to be able to pay it forward and help somebody in need, to watch them find that inner spirit and inner life again. Good afternoon. Welcome to A Contagious Smile. Today's topic is battered by bullies, and I am joined by two of my absolute favorite people, Faith and Peyton, who unfortunately had to experience being bullied in their educational career. Hey guys, how are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Thank you for asking, and thank you for being here today. So both of you guys have been bullied before? Yes. Could you guys give us some examples of what you had to go through? Name calling and just topics on disorders that I have. Now, because this is all audible, you might have to give some detail as to why you felt like you were being picked on. Well, I have facial disorders. I have scars on my face. and. They're not as noticeable now, but they used to be extremely noticeable, and a lot of people would point them out and make fun of them. And How did that make you feel? That upset me. And what did your teachers or counselors, principals, what did they do about the subject? They did not do much. I've heard that a lot, but they are not really helping the kids that are being bullied, especially in today's time. Yeah. What about you, Faith? And what happened when that happened to you? I called my mom and I said help, but I couldn't help The teacher didn't do anything? Not really, no. And what did the principal do? I put it in the middle because there's a long note, but I think he could not help. So it makes you feel even more insecure because you know that the teachers and principals that you're supposed to know are there for you really are not. Yeah. So it makes it even more of a challenge to want to get up and go to school. Would you say that's fair to say? Yes. And what happens socially at school? Do you get the sense that these bullies feel the need to do this for a certain reason? Are they trying to act like they're cool? Why do you think bullies become bullies? I think they become bullies because of their own insecurities and they see that you don't have those insecurities or that you don't show them. And so they make you feel the same way they do. So instead of dealing with their own situation, they kind of push it off on others so that kind of like the the statement that misery loves company. So they try to make you unhappy like they are. Is that what you're trying to say? Yes. That makes sense. What about for you, Faith? I think that was great because um, I did the thing and I had a fight and I'm going to. I think that if I'm still going with them, that and I'm not telling the no one else will find out. I got some statistics here that are quite scary, to be honest with you. As of 2020, 
49% of the kids that are in grades four through 12th grade have been bullied by other students at least once. Does that sound right? Yeah. See, when I was in school back in the day where horses and carriages took us, not school buses, that's funny, haha. Um, that we didn't have to worry about some of the things that you guys do back then. Like nobody ever brought a gun into school ever when I was in school and we played dodgeball and, you know, we did so many different things. And as a parent, you have to get acclimated or you have to start learning about what's going on. And the fact that at one point in time, not that long ago, there was almost a school shooting literally every single day. And you guys are in high school. So that's why we can talk about this subject. I wouldn't talk about it like this if it was a younger group that would be listening, obviously. But I don't understand with how today is and everything is so much technology, why going to school can be life-threatening. And it really can, can it? Yes. So, I mean, do you ever go to school and, and get scared and wonder what can happen? What's the most extreme thing you've ever seen in school? Um, the most extreme thing that I've ever seen in school was this was actually recently it was close to the last day of school and these two girls got into a fight on the bleachers and one of them yanked all of the others hair out and the police actually had to get called to get the other girl off of her so all of her hair was taken out of herself most of it was weave but it still hurt just the same of course it hurt and did they both return back to the same school again? Um, the one girl got suspended for a month. That was it. That was it? That was it. And what about the girl who got injured? I actually don't know. Nothing. We got told that we weren't allowed to discuss it at school. What do you mean you're not allowed to discuss it at school? Why don't they have something set up? So if you see something like that, that you have the support so that you can go and talk to a counselor or a social worker, a principal, or somebody that can reassure you that this is okay to talk about because you're going to have unanswered questions. Well, my school does not have a full-time emotional therapist, just a educational therapist that acts like one. Okay. And so my school is not the best on the emotional side of students. But that doesn't make it okay. No, it does not. And so it makes you uncomfortable, like when you go outside and you go out on where the bleachers are or anything, do you ever think about that, that happened, that situation? Yes. That's so scary. That is so scary. And why do you think these kids are getting away with it? Because adults don't care. Why do you think adults don't care? They just think that we're just being children and that none of this will really matter in the future. So when I was in school again, back in the heyday, um, if you missed so many days of school, we were in trouble. Is that still applicable now? Yes, that is actually. I think if you miss more than 20 days, it may be more or less, but around 20 days in every school, they actually call CPS on your parents. Well, I know from helping other families 
that that doesn't always happen. No, that doesn't always happen. And see, we, when I was younger, never had any idea or concept of what CPS was. That was just not something that I ever even heard of before I became an adult. But I have worked with other families that have had children that have had multiple surgeries or unfortunately got the, the virus of COVID and they had to miss school for a long time and they never, they had doctor's notes right in or they just emailed the principal and school counselor and said, this is what's going on, but they never had CPS put on them. Well, in those times that does, with an excused note, they don't put CPS on you, but if it's unexcused, say you forget to get a doctor's note, um, after so many times of that, they do send CPS. I couldn't imagine what that would be like. And do you think that makes a child turn more into a bully? I'm trying to get into the understanding of one of the things, and we're kind of staying on top of it, kind of, and I don't know if you guys know a lot about this, you guys are very, very smart, is the LGBTQ community. And in that community, you have, to me, they're individuals. Everybody's individual. Like, I am, you know, not, I'm not young. I'm not in my 20s. I don't know of all of the ins and outs of the correct terminology. I, I did know growing up about gay and straight, homosexual and heterosexual. I totally understand that. And my stance on it has always been, I don't care who you're with, as long as the person you're with treats you the way you deserve to be treated. And you guys, you've known Peyton forever. And Faith, I would say you've known me your entire life because I'm your mother. And you both know that I don't care as long as whoever you're with treats you right and doesn't put a hand on you in an inappropriate manner. But now they're doing these pronouns and I'm having to learn what these are because I, I never want to offend anyone. You both know that I do not want to offend anyone. Do you think some of the children are already going through, or teenagers, young adults, are going through this challenging time in their life where they're trying to figure themselves out, then they go to school, that they're getting bullied by some people who may not support this community? Yes, that does happen a lot. Why? Because they're different, because they, honestly, it happens more by closeted people that actually want to be part of the community but have always been taught that it's wrong and so because everybody else expresses themselves and they can't they bully to try to feel better about themselves so for someone like me who has no idea about the whole pronoun thing could you give me kind of a, a quick lesson in it so that i could maybe understand it a little bit better Really, the pronouns, it's just sometimes people don't, because of how human society is, sometimes people don't want to go by normal human pronouns because sometimes humans are cruel and those pronouns just make them feel too close to the cruel humans. Well, on the same statistics that I got from 2020, it tells me that the LGBTQ community, that 70% of the students are bullied because of their sexuality. And among those, 28.9% were bullied just because of the sexual orientation. 
59.5% of the LGBTQ students felt safety issues at school just due to their sexualities. I, I just, I can't grab a hold of that because you're not hurting anybody. You're not doing anything to cause harm. You're finding out who your true self is just like they are. So I, I don't understand why bullying is so pronounced these days versus so long ago. I mean, our society and our world has changed so much in the last few years, yet alone decades. But to think that you could be bullied for your sexuality preference is quite scary. It's like being bullied because you have green eyes or blue eyes and most people have brown eyes. So how do you think you can get bullies to back off? I think you can get them to back off by instead of taking offense in what they're saying, turn it back on them. Like how? Like say they bully you about the shape of your nose. Turn it back on them and ask how they feel about their nose. Ask how they feel about their face. Because usually what they bully you about is how they feel about themselves. Have you ever done that? Yes. And did it work? Yes. So what happened? Um, well, it took the person by surprise. I don't think they expected me to turn it back onto them. Me and that person are actually friends now. Now, in your school, do they have the unisex bathrooms? No. No. So what happened if someone is transitioning in high school? Well, I go to a ninth grade academy. Okay. So it's just the ninth graders, and they don't consider us old enough to make those decisions. Okay. Because most of the ninth graders are 14, 15, 16 maybe. Okay. So does it surprise you when it says on these statistics here that around 160,000 teenagers throughout the U.S. skip school because they're being bullied? That is also part of the reason why CPS is called so much. Do they get called on the bullies or the bullied? The bullied. They don't call on the bullies. A lot of the schools don't care why you aren't coming to school, just that you aren't getting your education. Well, don't they offer counseling at school? They do, but counseling is also one of those things you have to sign up for counseling. Okay. Um, you cannot just go straight to the counselor. He will not accept you. What if something, what if a situation just happened at that moment and then you get away from it and you're so upset and you're crying and you're emotional justifiably and you want to go talk to somebody, what do you do? Well, if that teacher allows you to and writes you a note to go do that, then you can. Otherwise, the teacher just makes you sit out in the hall until you calm down. Even if you were just bullied, mm -hmm. you can't go to the principal or the assistant principal? No. So you're supposed to sit there and just feel worse and worse. Yes. What about you, Faye? If you have anything you want to add so far? I just want to add some bathrooms and more bathrooms. That's so great. And also, some people are not only bullying, but also 
set up structure for support if you guys felt like you were bullied? I don't have a set up structure, but I do know people that I can talk to. It's not set in stone, but a lot of them I know that I can go to whenever. And what about you? Oh, and what about family? Do you feel comfortable enough to go to your family? Yes, I do. I do, but it does depend on the person's family because sometimes the family is the reason that that person is bullying. What do you mean? If that person has a really bad life at home, in order to try to escape that, try to make themselves feel like it's not their fault, sometimes they do go and bully other people so that instead of feeling empowered, like bad parents may make them feel, they feel empowering by making others feel the same way they do. That breaks my heart. What can we do to help? Because, you know, if we all do one thing, it's going to make a huge difference. Instead of just being upset about somebody bullying, go to them and ask them why they're doing it. Because a lot of the time, people don't do that and they just, oh, you're bullying me, just so mean. Which really just makes that person feel worse and makes the treatment a lot worse. Do you do that at the time of being bullied or do you do it at a different time than when it actually happens? Well, if that person bullies you constantly, then you have to do it at the time of being bullied. If it's a rare occasion and that person's calmed down, that would be the better time to do it. But if you can't do it, then either way would work. I am so glad that you guys were comfortable enough to sit down and give me the high school perspective of bullying. I'm so sorry that kids have to go through that. And you know what? I feel so bad for the kids that are bullying others because to me, that makes me feel like they're so sad and that they really want a positive attention. And it sounds like they're just trying to get any attention they can. And I really wish that they could get that support that they need and that the people they're bullying needs. It just really needs to be more positivity in the schools. And I think that would make this so much better. But I thank you both ever so much. I can tell by looking at you guys that for the little moments of silence that there's been, you guys have gotten a little bit emotional and I appreciate that you guys have stuck with me and answering these questions and trying to give us a teenager's insight to bullying, even more so a teenager's insight to bullying with kids that 
are going through some medical obstacles, if you will. And on top of having to deal with all that, uh, that you're getting bullied. And so you guys deal with enough. You don't need anything more. And you know what? You two are the most positive, uplifting, beautiful girls who just light up a room just walking in it. And I hope that you both never change because your spirit is just absolutely beautiful and you are the bravest kids I know. Thank you for being here today. Thank you for having us. Thank you for having us.